Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hanging with these episode fifty four. You know, I'm going to change the theme song now just to just fuck to with that. you. Yeah, I'm going to make you learn some new music. Yeah. I uh, was made for loving <laughs> you. <laughs> no, it won't be that. No disco. Although I do like the song. But uh, Of course, I'm your host, Dees. And with me, as always, is Dylan. And as promised, once again, making his triumphant return is our boy, Jake. Hello. Going to give us some uh, some baseball talk here in a little bit. But before we get into all that... Just going to run through a few things. Uh, NFL, not a whole lot to talk about, just a couple things. Number one, uh, Russ Wilson, as we know, is still currently a member of the Seattle Seahawks. And Bear fan, Jake, is, uh, do you have any hope that they still pull pull something off? Not this year. You don't think? No. I hope the Seattle Seahawks go about 4-12, and 12, though. And, you know, then Russ will definitely want out. Well, which le- leads me to the point that I was trying to make is apparently he is pushing really, really hard for them to sign AB. It'd be a, it'd be the same situation that he had in Tampa, wouldn't it? Pretty much. Met- I mean, you got DK and, Metcalf, uh, Metcalf. Tyler Lockett yes, makes Lockett. great plays, but I don't necessarily see him – as just got extended today too. Lockett did. Yep. But the, but the big thing that Russ didn't like about the Seahawks was the fact that Pete Carroll wanted to run the ball. Why would they sign another wide receiver to make Russ happy? But Pete Carroll's going to change his. I mean, you don't really have a great rushing attack. You don't have a good offensive line like you used to have. You no. don't have beast mode. But. When when Russ was cooking, yeah, early in the season, their defense was atrocious. Right, they started running the ball, controlling the clock. Their defense jumped to the top ten in the league in terms of numbers. Yeah, because you're keeping the ball, you know, out of the other team's hands. So, yeah, yeah maybe that's... Matt Nagy should think about that too. <laughs> well, if they don't get Russ Wilson this year, that this will probably be the last year you have to put up with Matt Nagy. Andy Dalton wins the MVP or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are all optimistic. Jeez. Are you sure you didn't smoke some of this shit that we just smoked? Yeah, full disclosure, <laughs> this might get interesting because I'm a little high. <clears throat> He's not used to being high either. No, no. I, it's been a long time since I... It's been a while. <laughs> since I smoked. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if I start rambling as the show goes on, you'll understand what's going on there because I literally just took a, a decent little pull. Uh, so yeah, I mean, AB 
if he can not blow up, which Tom Brady he kept him down last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he, of course he only played for half the season, and I don't think I, I think he at least learned his lesson enough to know that hey, this team has potential to be pretty damn special. So let me just you know do what I can do and right. and, and hope to get a ring. Well, now he's got that ring, and if he goes to Seattle. I really think Tom Brady played a big part in kind of keeping AB's diva attitude under wraps, unless he has just gone through this come to Jesus change. But I, I find that difficult to imagine. He's got his C- CTE under control now. Right. Yeah. Something. Thanks, Vontez. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's when the shit started. At least that's when oh, it started yeah. to become public, is yeah. after Burfecht just cleaned his clock. Then you started to see some of his outbursts and things like that. So I'm not going to completely rule that out. Or maybe he's just an asshole and he did a good job, you know, and the organization did That's a good what job of, of keeping it under wraps. If you, like, Ryan Clark says that he pretty much was always that way. Well, what but if Tomlin and, and the guys just kind of swept it under sep- the rug? Yeah. Yeah. What if Bruce Arians gave him an ultimatum saying, listen, you, you, you have no strikes left? I think, honestly, I think that there was a backroom conversation that probably involved Arians and Brady. Because we know Arians didn't want him. Right. And that was all Brady that, cool. that made well, he, that happen. So he was I, in Pittsburgh uh, yeah. when, when he yeah. was there, right? Yep. Yeah, so. yeah, and he didn't want him. So that should pretty much tell you what you need to know. But yeah. Brady obviously pulled rank there, and they got him there. And he did fine, scored a touchdown. Great. Uh, the question is, can he do that in Seattle if he goes to Seattle? And uh, time will tell. Uh, other things, uh, quick note, Mac Jones, or not, is it? Yeah, Mac Jones. Mac Jones, mm-hmm. okay, for some reason. Yeah, see, getting high. Um, had his pro day, and the early indications are it was not great. Um, He was overthrowing some receivers. Oh, he didn't have uh, D- Devontae Smith to throw the ball uh, to? Yeah, him? apparently not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying he was bad, but okay. I'm just saying that uh, – all the talking heads I've seen said that it was less than stellar. Like mm. he didn't really help his cause. In fact, there was one little video clip of him grossly overthrowing a receiver, and it immediately cuts to Bill Belichick, I saw that. and he just shakes his head. Like, well, it's not him. But you, you know what that means? He, he's going to draft him. Like, <laughs> no, the, the Bears will get him at twenty, probably. And and it's Mitch two point yeah, yeah. I know you're not a fan of him. And, uh, and apparently Justin Fields is, for whatever, I guess had a decent pro day. Yeah. He made it. I watched a clip yesterday. He made a, it was 75, 80-yard throw. It was either from the 20 or the 25. Hit the guy in stride on the goal line and had probably 10 yards, to, I mean, in the air still. Right. I mean, it was, I'm, nobody's around him. The pro day is... Yeah, well, supposed I mean, to make you look good. Take away the two games against top-notch competition, and he was spectacular all year. But then the the two games that they did not play well, which was Northwestern and then uh, Alabama, Bama, he didn't play well at all. So I, I give him a little bit of a pass of the Alabama game because he was hurt. Yeah, but he, I mean, he played lights out against uh, Clemson, right? Oh, absolutely! I mean, yeah, he was on fire against Clemson. Made made Trevor Lawrence look. Like I still, a, I, a I don't think he's top three worthy though. I just, I don't know. 
Nah, May- I don't maybe either. we'll be wrong, but I mean, I know you hate him. Just but you, you need to, State, so you need to draft quarterbacks out of BYU. They have good pedigree of being Super Bowl champions with Steve Young and yeah. the punky QB. Well, it looks like he's going two at this point, hell or high water, which, again, creates a whole different situation for Sam Darnold. And nobody really knows how that's going to play out. But I I think draft day is going to be quite interesting because you got the whole Garoppolo situation out there. you got yeah. Sam Darnold situation out there. So can't wait to see how that's going to go. And uh, just quickly on the other note I have for the NFL, and again, no apologies, Pittsburgh Steelers defensive tackle for us this year, Tyson Alualu, who we thought we lost, mm-hmm. who was a first-round pick by the Jags uh, like four years ago, five years ago, something like that, and didn't really do great, but it was Jacksonville. Came to Pittsburgh, and last year was kind of spotty This as a, as a reserve. This year come in as a starter and absolutely killed it. And he agreed to terms with Jacksonville, so we thought we lost him. Mm-hmm. And then two, three nights ago, Sunday or Monday, I don't remember exactly which day it was, apparently it, it came on Twitter that he had changed his mind and was re-signing with Pittsburgh. And basically the details kind of came out, and what happened was because he agreed to that contract, he hadn't signed it because he tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't catch a flight down there. Right. And in the 10 days that he was quarantining and what, he had time to kind of sit there and reflect on the fact that, A, he had just built a house. His kids loved the school system. So after talking it over with uh, Cam Hayward and the Steelers' assistant defensive line coach, he said, fuck it, I'm coming back to Pittsburgh, and ended up signing the original tender that we, we submitted to him, which is actually less than what Jacksonville had on the table. So wow. Our, our right defense... On gets back with another one of the starters. So pretty happy about that. Yeah. Uh, also, the Steelers signed Kellen, is it Ballage? Kalen Balage. Is that his name? Kalen Balage. Yeah. Kalen Balage. Yeah. The reason I don't know his name is because I'm not really excited about the signing. Yeah. You know. I, I knew his name, but I, I, I mean, I've, I'd heard of him, Yeah. and I'd seen him in games, but I didn't know really all that much about him, so I went and looked him up all of his stats and yeah it's he's not our starting running back i mean he's a guy that averages about three yards a carry Hmm. might be a little bit of a threat in the passing game but he is going to be a a backup i i still hope and think that the plan is uh naji harris and or or not and or travis etienne all right uh, again, like we talked about, I'd rather have Harris just because I want a bruiser, and Etienne mm-hmm. is not that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, UFC fight was uh, fights, I should say, last Saturday. And did you watch the whole thing? Or I just caught the main event. Okay, I I watched the whole thing, but didn't really watch. I was playing Call on of Duty. in the background, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did see Sean O'Malley, the mm-hmm. blue and yellow haired freak. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked pretty strong. Yeah. And then Tyron Woodley, who I had never heard of the guy which that he fought. Only be, uh, I don't follow it like you do as much anymore. Tyrone Woodley? No, him I've heard of. Oh, okay. The, the guy he fought. Sugar. Oh, okay. Is, never mind. Go ahead. Oh. No, that's... That was a different fight? Yeah, they didn't oh, fight yeah, each okay. other. Okay. 
uh, Woodley fought somebody else. Mm-hmm. And knowing Woodley, having seen him fight a few times, I blindly figured, okay, he's going to win this. Not so much. He got his fucking ass kicked. Uh, Vincent, Vincent Luke. Luke, something like that. Hmm. And, yeah, he uh, basically submitted him in the first round. And then we move on to the main event. Stipe versus Francis Ngannou. Both of us pretty much figured Stipe would, would wrestle and... Yeah. And and wear him down and you know, win the fight like he did the last time. Mm-hmm. He did was yeah. it, it was a decision, right? I didn't see the first fight. I believe so, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh so they come out and Nagano, I mean, he rocks him a few times and then Stepe goes to shoot and Francis I mean, perfect defense. Yeah. Sprawl and at that point, even I believe Rogan said something to the effect of, you know, that's that's new. <laughs> yeah. And at that point, you could almost see the the shift in momentum, and it looked like Stepe was very very discouraged by that mm-hmm. because it wasn't long after the, that that Nagano caught him right and, and got him up against the cage and got some good shots in. Stepe managed to escape the round. Looked a little ragged, but then mm-hmm. second round come out, and all of a sudden he got clocked with that left, mm-hmm. and then the the hammer fist. But that was unnecessary, right? Uh, or no, actually he got caught with the left where he started to go, and then when he come in again, he got kind of a glancing blow, and that was when the button went off and his knee bent awkwardly, and he yeah. just flopped backwards. Then the hammer fist came down, and I'm really glad he missed. Yeah, I mean he did kind of catch him, but. If he would have hit him with everything, he Stipe might have left in a fucking body bag. Right. And, yeah, all over. So we have a new undisputed heavyweight champion, uh, Francis Nagano, And, man, <laughs> he's going to be tough to beat. Yeah. Because you got to imagine that he's only going to get better. Uh, yeah. Especially with the ground game. Right. The comparison I've heard of him is he's basically UFC's version of Deontay Wilder. Yeah. He he's, he's a like, monster. Well, and, I, well, also just the sense that like they're fighting top competition and they they're very raw. Yeah, not they're they're not polished quite yet. their best yeah. yet. Yeah, right. and then immediately thereafter, uh, John Bones Jones tweeted, who has been rumored to be moving up to heavyweight for the last several months, but he yeah. tweeted, "Show me the money," mm-hmm. and. That basically made Dana White say, you know, what what does that even mean? Like, you either want the fight or you don't. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys asked Dana White what uh, what's going to happen next, what John Jones should do. And Dana White said, well, if I'm John Jones, I'm thinking about moving down to 185. <laughs> <laughs> not not 205. Right. He wants to, I'm thinking you need to move two weight classes away from this motherfucker. <laughs> and, I, yeah. Jones was not happy about it and let off a. Did you see that he just rapid he fired for his rece- uh, release? Yeah. yeah, a bunch of tweets like you know treat me like a slave or something like that and release me, just let mm-hmm. me be free. They were all deleted and, mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens. But I mean, I kind of agree with Dana White. Do you do you want the fight or not? You right. said you wanted to move up to heavyweight, right? And now all of a sudden you got this fucking beast in front of you. Because I, I like John Jones' chances 
way more against Stipe than I do Francis yeah. Nagano. Right. Uh, just the sheer brute muscle. I think Jones is going to struggle with the wrestling on him as yeah. far as getting him to the ground. Mm-hmm. And man, if you get, I don't care who you are, you get caught with one of those shots like Stipe got caught with. It's like uh, we talked about Derek Lewis, same thing. Yeah. One, one of those fucking ham hocks, and you're going night night. All right. That's probably what the next heavyweight title fight will be. It'll be Francis versus Derek Lewis, which. On paper, you would think it would be awesome, but they fought once before, and it was one of the dullest fights in history. Um, they both punched themselves out, if I'm not mistaken, didn't they? Pretty early. They didn't throw punches really at all. No? Nope. Um, it, Derek Lewis was actually on Rogan a couple weeks ago, or maybe a month ago. A while back. Anyway, and he talked about it, and he said that he knew he had like a really bad back injury going into that fight, so he really shouldn't have been fighting at all. Like, he couldn't do much of anything. And he says, I I think he said he suspects that was a similar case with Francis, too, that he had some injury coming in because that's why nothing really happened in that fight. So, Well, Nagano came out today and said that he wants he wants Jones first, then Lewis, mm. in, in that order. Right. So it all going to depend on whether or not uh, Dana and, and Boney can uh, kiss and make up. And if he could pass a drug test. That too, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, from what I heard, cocaine doesn't stay in your system that long. So, <laughs> I guess if he wants to go down and if Dana wants him to go down another weight class, get him on that cocaine. Cause... Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, yeah, it might be out of your system pretty quick, but he's already tested positive for before in the past. So. Yeah, yeah. He's not hiding it from anybody. Um, and one last UFC note I saw on the old ticker today that Nate Diaz is back. Yeah, he's fighting uh, Leon Edwards. Yeah, and uh, one two sixty two. So not this upcoming, the next pay per view, but the pay per view after that. This next one is uh, Jacksonville, is it not? Yeah, it's the one with is it Masvidal or Masvidal? Yeah, horses. Ray. Cuban Jesus. Yeah. yeah, who's he fighting? Game game is it game day or game bread? Uh, for Masvidal. Masvidal. I. I think it's game bread. I think. Yeah. I, every time yeah. they say it, I hear it. That's his nickname. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. he's a big part of the Dan Lebetard show because he's from Miami mm. and Cuban, and so is Dan, and so they interview him all the time, especially before fights, like before the the Nate Diaz fight, uh, for the the BMF title. Mm. He he was on there like every other day. The BMF title. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, Leon Edwards, the guy Diaz is about to face, he was the one that uh, Jorge Masvidal, kind of the reason Jorge Masvidal is as big as he is, because... Was that the knee? That was, no, that was, that's Ben Askren. He's the one fighting... That's right. Jake Paul or one of the Paul brothers. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Yeah, and uh, Jorge and Leon Edwards got in a fight, and afterwards he, (laughs) he coined the phrase... And uh, he got my face, and uh, I gave him the three-piece with the soda. <laughs> and that that kind of went semi-viral, and he became super popular. So ah, okay. It's kind of weird. Yeah, Askren was the one. It, the fight was over in like six seconds or four Flying seconds, knee, yeah. whatever. Yeah, they both fast, run in. Fastest knockout, fastest knockout yeah. ever, yeah. Yeah. yeah and Askren just rushed in. Masvidal just jumped and threw that knee into his face, and it was night-night. A couple hammer fists afterwards. Yeah, and... <laughs> un- totally unnecessary because he was fucking sleeping. Which is funny because after the fight, they in- at the press conference, one of the reporters said, you know, he seemed pretty out cold 
with the knee? Did was it necessary for you to hammer fist him a few more times? And completely deadpan, Jorge Mazadal says, "Yeah, it was, to- it was completely necessary." <laughs> well, I mean, look, I got to make sure he's out. Well, not only that, but until you feel that ref pull, pull you, you off, off, man. I mean, because right. we've seen situations where fighters just stop for a second because they expected it to be stopped, and sometimes that's all it takes for a guy to regain his composure. And we've there have been guys that have come back from the brink. Um, so yeah, I would say swing until you get tackled. You get tackled, pretty much. Fuck it. So yeah, so two the next two uh, UFC pay per views should have a couple of decent fights on it. Um, final four is set. Michigan is out. Yep, they get upset and and they lost me money. Basically, the, the the only good God, game of the elite eight. <laughs> They drop to the 11 seed UCLA Bruins, who are back. And they will join, of course, Gonzaga, Baylor, and Houston. And at this point, all signs point to the matchup that we were supposed to have a long time ago, but COVID canceled, and that's going to be Zaga versus Baylor for the title. Houston Uh, also made it to the Final Four without having to play a single-digit seed. Really? Damn. They played a 15, a 10, an, an 11, and a 12. Wow. Yeah, that's I crazy. mean, they're they're a solid team though. But yeah, I don't I don't think they're they're going to get by Baylor. Baylor looks pretty Yeah. But as far as looking good, I mean, Gonzaga they're they, they haven't been touched. I mean, they had like one 5-point game very early in the season against I believe it was West Virginia. BYU is is the closest they've been all year. Yeah, they had one. That was a tournament game, if I'm not mistaken. BYU lost to them by 11 when they played during the regular season. And then in the tournament, either at halftime or right after halftime, BYU had a 15 or 17-point lead. Yeah, and ended up losing, yeah. uh, Just lost it. Gonzaga shoots the ball, lights out when they get on a roll. Yeah. And they just don't miss. And I mean, they are... Well, first of all, no team has ever gone undefeated and won the national title since the Indiana. expanded field. The it, field was still 32 when Indiana won. 76? Yeah. And the closest that we got was UNLV going 34-0 and until they got to the title game when that was 1991 mm-hmm. uh, against Duke. And I'll never forget that game because I was six – no – that was that was pre Leitner. Oh, that, that okay. was Danny fucking Ferry. Oh, was their center with Bobby Hurley. Okay, okay, yeah. all right. And uh, I'll never forget it because I was sixteen. I was the well April before I moved back to Illinois back in ninety one, and I bet my then boss. I was so confident that UNLV because UNLV had put up a hundred points like. 20 of right. their 34 games and just blew everybody out. They're and I was so confident. Rules. I bet my boss a hundred bucks that they were going to beat Duke. And yeah. So that was, was that coach K's first title? Uh, 91. Might've been first or second. I know it wasn't, it wasn't many, yeah. but, and it, because they had actually, who did UNLV, they ended up beating UNLV, or when UNLV won the title, I think they beat Duke the year before. Yes. But, yeah, they, re- but they weren't undefeated. They yeah. were kind of out of nowhere. And then the next season, 
they just started blowing people out and everybody thought there was going to repeat and then they, they get to Duke and they lose. I think there's a there's a 30 for 30 on that. Probably it, is. It might have it might have been the Christian Leitner one talking about it before he got there. Yeah. I think there's two. I think there there's obviously the Christer, uh, Christian Leitner 30 for 30 which if you haven't seen yet is really fucking good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's one of the better ones and uh, I the think there shot. is uh what? The shot. Motherfucker. Grand that Hill. one cost me money too. Yeah. No, Leitner. No, I, I understand. Oh, but Grant Hill was the one inbounded. The oh ball. yeah, through the through the fucking pass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, there's one on uh, UNLV basketball. So that oh, might be okay. It, so. Yeah, I mean that team: Larry Johnson, Stacy Ogman, Greg Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there was one guy. Now I can't think of his name, but he was actually like their third leading scorer, and he never even played in the NBA. But that team was was fun to watch, man. But, like as much as we. You weren't a lot. Were you alive for the flying Illini? Kendall Gill, eighty nine is the year I was born. Oh, okay. That was a fun team to watch. <laughs> yeah. But the the ninety one seen highlights. team was especially was, when uh, the the Indiana game. Nick Anderson's yep. like thirty five footer for three. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was nice. I remember watching that one live. So yeah, we got uh, UCLA will play Gonzaga and Baylor will play Houston. So got a little Texas battle going on there, and then on paper Gonzaga. Has a bye week or a bye bye game, but ESPN says that they are. It was either ESPN or FanDuel said that Gonzaga is the highest favored uh, of all time in a tournament in a Final Four game. Against I could, I could see UCLA against eleven seed. Yeah, I mean UCLA lost like four in a row before they went into their. Well, they're they were the first four in. Yeah, and then yeah, so in the Final I mean, Four. At, yeah, they'll be the, the obviously the first and. I mean, we'll probably see it again, but I, I got to imagine it's going to be something that is very, very rare. Uh, VCU did it in did 2000. They? I don't think they made it to the Final Four, but they were in a play-in game in 2008, 2009. Uh, Shaka Smart was their coach, and then he left VCU program, went to Texas. Yeah. And then he just got hired by Marquette. I don't know why you would have left Texas to go to Marquette. Well, did. I remember that there was at the time there was a strong push for Illinois to hire him. Oh, before I, before Gross. Yeah, it might have been around then. I know it was, after yeah. after Weber. Yeah, because we we've gone through so many goddamn coaches in the last decade. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that will be I think April was it fifth. I think it's I think the, the fifth f- is the Final Four and the seventh is the championship. I'm so not mistaken. Monday, Wednesday. I think so. Not Saturday, Monday. I I think I mean, you could be right. I'm. Just, yeah. I'm, I mean, I obviously, I know they're going to they're going to skip Easter. The, the matchups. So yeah, April third. I'm sorry, April third. So it's Saturday. That'd be Saturday, and, Monday, and Monday. Yeah, April third is the. Final normally that's how they do it. They play the two games on Saturday. Yeah, and, and then championships on, on Monday night at like nine o'clock when everybody's got to fucking I, go to work. I, I, that that has never. Made, made made sense yep, to me. Same thing all. with college football. They always do it on a Monday night yeah, at, at at eight. Or actually, no, college football they do it like on a Tuesday night or something because the NFL is still going on at that time. Could be. So they it's usually like a Tuesday night national championship. And, and game. the only reason mm-hmm. they I could think possibly that they do it is because of of the West Coast. But yeah, I get the who, time. But I, why the I, fuck are you doing it on Tuesday? Or you know, do it on a, a weekend. Yeah. Afternoon. If you're gonna, if you want to play that late, do it on the weekend. Yeah, do it like a, a Saturday 
at like because if you start the game five or six o'clock, yeah, that makes everybody happy. I, I've said that for years about the Super yeah. Bowl. Oh, I agree. And and they keep pushing it back on Sunday. When I was a kid, the game used to start at five thirty. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I remember watching the game. Technically, they say it still does. Yeah, but kickoff my parents usually don't have to having a party, six. watching the game, game getting over, and doing homework before eight o'clock. Yeah, now no, that's no. not a thing. <laughs> the game ended at ten o'clock this year. Yep, yep, it's not a thing. Oh, speaking of the Super Bowl, when we didn't, which we kind of all knew it was coming, but now it is official that there will be a seventeenth regular yes. season game. Yeah, and they're going to take away a preseason game. Um, basically, one one division will play at another division throughout like there's no mix and match it's just like the afc uh north is playing the nfc west and, and it's same all, thing with us all at nfc or afc north stadium yeah, the afc gets the the game this year and the nfc gets the game next year oh is that how? okay yeah. so who are you guys playing the west the afc west yeah, so denver the, KC. the chiefs the chiefs okay. play the packers oh so that's the only reason i know we, so patrick mahomes will have a a, <laughs> a nice little revenge game yeah and uh, uh state farm's gonna have a heyday with that oh I'm aaron, sure. aaron Rodgers versus patrick mahomes didn't you guys play him this year well no we played him last year last year okay i knew it was because like he recent. it was at it was in we played deshaun watson this year that's right. Yeah, another one that you guys. But we have beat them. Drafted. Although, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk maybe about we dodged a bullet with that. I don't know. They well, just said eight. It's up to eighteen. That's now. Uh, that was where I was going next. Was the you know with Deshaun Watson? Obviously, everybody knows what's going on. When Dylan and I were here talking about it over the weekend, we were at I believe thirteen or maybe fourteen uh, lawsuits that had been yeah. filed, and as of this broadcast, it's now up to. 21 oh, I, I, suits have been filed. They just added three because I was literally on ESPN while you guys were talking about USC and it said 18. Yeah, no, the article I read said that it brings it to 21. And one of them even details that allegedly, there's that word, uh, Deshaun Watson has been deleting or unsending messages where he's basically trying to reach out and settle with some of these women. Now, Deshaun Watson's camp categorically denies that he has done anything of that nature, um, but still. And on top of all that, we had 18 women supposedly have come forward on their own, and these 18 women apparently have uh, serviced or massaged Deshaun approximately 130 times total, and they say that it was nothing but professionalism, Blah blah blah. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, so he's got twenty-one against him. And well, twenty-one 18... suits, but there were at least twenty-four that were that had talked to this lawyer. Mm. And then on top of that, there was an article in Sports Illustrated online where another licensed—this one was a licensed massage therapist—actually did a referral appointment with him. Okay. And while she is not in the lawsuit, she's contemplating it, but said that. All the stories that she's hearing from the women that have filed are pretty much in line with the experience she had. She said that he did not touch her and and that he did not like try and force her hand and or mouth around the schlong, but that he basically insisted on it being a towel instead of a, a sheet. 
and then literally within an hour complained that the towel was too itchy and threw it off. All the while, he's laying on his back, having her massage upper and inner thighs, and said that almost the that he he got a he was standing strong, mm-hmm. and that throughout the massage he kept like flexing it, like making it bounce, and yeah, she said it just kept <laughs> pulsating, and uh, at one point she said there was even a clear liquid, basically like a. But she, a pre-ejaculate, yeah. if we're we're going to be professionals here. Um, so she's, you know, and again, this is not a woman that has filed a lawsuit. She uh-huh. is not, at this time, seeking monetary gain, but she's backing uh, these women's stories up. The only thing I'm going to say is, look, if you are a highly tuned professional athlete and you need your quads and thighs and whatnot massaged, wouldn't you think that if it's if it's all in the up and up and legit that you would find one good masseuse that or or try to expense it through the team? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. but my, I guess at that point, I, I, my point is, why are you going through at dozens and dozens of? Surely one of them eventually is going to be a pretty good masseuse yeah. if you're not just trying to get jerked off or sucked off mm-hmm. or whatever. That's a very good point. I, I mean, that. yeah. yeah. Hmm. And I, I, I would say from now on, athletes should and probably will because of this, get everything done through your team. That and Because I... then you have a paper trail and you have do it at the team facility because mm-hmm. I would say 90, 95% of the stuff done at a team facility is on the up and up. And, and, and then it... there's and there's cameras. I mean, like. Do it in the privacy of your I would, home. You might I have... would a. I would have security cameras. Installed, oh, for sure. And you, obviously, you were going to let her know. Look, these these are just that's my security system. They're it's on all the time, just yep. in case. Just you know that what... we're on video. There it is. And a. If you're not trying to get your wiener played with, why aren't you wearing like a, a speedo Shorts. or a jock strap? Well, I mean, oh, oh, okay, let's I, say I you're saying. getting your yeah. quads or whatever. Yeah, uh, you know, a little banana hammock or or a jock strap, something <laughs> yep. that's where you know you're not tidy whities full mast there, making somebody uncomfortable. So, yeah, again, these 18 women that said that he was professional. I, I don't know. Maybe they just weren't. Maybe he's just seen one too many porn videos. I, yeah, something. I mean, that that is a thing, the whole massage fetish porn. Uh, but I just I wonder what these 18 that given him positive reviews like look like or maybe maybe their technique just wasn't, you know, up to snuff, mm. so he didn't approach them with the the full meal Or they deal. were willing to do it and they weren't and, forced to do it. Yeah, that that could very so well he be made it, it too. He yeah. made it monetarily okay for them. Yeah, they're thinking, well, if he gets out of this, maybe I'll be one of the ones he calls back, mm-hmm. and you know, a little. <laughs> so, yeah, again, it until more details come out it, at this Him point. Him and Robert just... Kraft need to write a book. <laughs> Start their own like Yelp account of massage parlors or something. Um. I still love the meme where the, you see Deshaun in the Patriots yeah, yep. <laughs> uniform. Robert Kraft found it. So as as a, as like. a Bears fan, I I know you listened to our last show. Is he is he tradable? And would you take him? No, huh? I think he's tradable, but I wouldn't take him. One, he's tradable. Be, 
people still he has upside. He's not worth as much as he was with these allegations. Oh, that, no, there's no way. No. So people talking three, four first round picks or three first round picks and two players. That's not. You know, I don't think that's on the table anymore. Yeah. I don't think that uh, as as the the way the city of Chicago is, there's absolutely no way they bring him in. Yeah. Well, and that's what we talked about earlier. Like even Just like, the, the whole public Mike Vick perception thing. Of yeah. That. Yeah. He is going to get roasted everywhere he goes. You know, whether you know the court of public opinion mm-hmm. doesn't right. give a shit about facts. No. And, and, and well, that's what I said too. We talked about this two weeks ago, maybe at trivia. I said, what if this is all fabricated to get him out of there because he said he wasn't going to play? I was going to some extreme yeah. lengths to yeah. get that yeah. done. If it would have been like but, one or two girls, I I, I might have bought the whole conspiracy thing. But it'd be funny but if he gets point, cut yeah. because the Texans are like, I just don't want to deal with it, and then it all goes away. Yeah, yeah, it'll be. In. Another big turning point for me is if and when, because he's talked about doing it and so far hasn't, the the lawyer turns this information over mm-hmm. to the authorities, and if they feel like there is enough to even open a grand jury investigation, then things might really get interesting. Yeah, especially in this day and age, the whole Me Too stuff. I mean, you know what I mean. It it, it could get really ugly before it's all said and done. Could you have ma- imagine if I don't know two months ago something like that, the Bears pull off that trade? No. And, and like the then same package out, he or? got Deshaun Watson, and then this stuff came out. That <sighs> that would have been a hundred percent bare thing to happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I. That's what made me think of it. <laughs> I, I mean, with 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 the luck that they've had with quarterbacks, hundred percent bare thing to happen if that would have. Because I was just thinking, like, how excited Bears fans were. Oh my and god, they would be like singing in the streets and. Print or, or, or praising Nagy and and Ryan Pace, and then all of a sudden, uh, he's a sexual predator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bear down. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that would be. You fun. dodged that bullet. Yeah. There you go. Uh, hey, you just I, mean, have Andy I guess Andy Andy Dalton is probably as wholesome a quarterback as you can get. Yeah, you don't right? have to worry about that with him. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Watch it. Although watch I see, it come out that he like he's you know I've seen his wife. She's pretty good looking. Oh, is he? Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't seen too many wives of NFL of quarterbacks or, or athletes. That's a good point. I've, I've never seen Peyton Manning's wife. I have. She good looking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shocking. I just, I, yeah. I'd right? never seen her. I just thought maybe she wasn't good looking. That's why he didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, she's, uh, she's nice. I used to actually live not even a half a mile from Peyton Manning. Could, oh, in, in Indy. To, yeah. Yeah, he he lived right outside of. Um, no, I'm not going to be able to think. Fisher. Of him. No, well, outside of Fisher, but uh, the last town I lived in, which is right next to Fisher's. Uh, yeah, I lost it. But anyway, yeah, I lived real close to him, um, and yeah, it was a gated community. You could kind of see the house through all the trees and shit, but <laughs> yeah, that's my brush with Peyton Manning fan. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else? I think that's about it. Oh, I I forced Dylan to watch the the Luke scene in the Mandalorian. Okay, you never really gave me a a 
I mean, it's again, I'm not watching the show, so it's not. Well, but you it saw it. Definitely dulls its impact. Well, it was in dire need. I guess it, there are a couple of elements as to what that would explain to you why the hell he's there. Right. Um, basically, they kind of sent out a Jedi beacon or whatever that, but. I mean, overall, just the scene itself. As a Star Wars fan, did it's you right. feel it was well done? It was all right. Yeah. I fucking hate it. It was, yeah. I, again, I, I don't. I didn't watch the show, so I don't. It being just, hey, this is Luke in this show. You don't watch. Man, oh, I wish okay. there was a way you could watch it though. Oh, that's right. There fucking is because I gave you my Disney Plus login account weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah, but I have HBO Max now, so I have to watch West. There's Wars. only 16 fucking episodes, and they're less than an hour each. They're like 40 minutes. I've got like you f- could knock that out in a fucking weekend. I've got like four seasons of West Wing to watch, though. You've already seen all those. No, I haven't. That's why I wanted to watch it. It's I- boring. No, it's not. It's political bullshit. It's really good. Get out. You could you could watch the new Mighty Ducks show. I have considered it actually because I grew up. You were watching those you were movies. a big Ducks fan. Right? I watched the first episode. If you ask Hunter, he will. Un- <coughs> Unironically, tell you that Mighty Ducks three is his favorite movie of all time. Why is that unironic? Meaning, mighty that Mighty Ducks three is his favorite movie of all time. You don't think that's a little weird? Like that's a strange pick. Well, yeah, but I, I thought mean, that was the worst one of all three of them. To be honest with you, you know what's funny? We still haven't seen the first one. We watched the second one and the third one growing up. <laughs> really? Yeah. What? I don't know. We just somehow got the second one, and then we got the third one, and for whatever reason, we never got the first one. You never wanted to see like how it started? We tried to watch it as adults, and Hunter's like, this is stupid. Play the second one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's it's interesting. Yeah. I, I thought... I, I, I didn't look think too they, bad. But... I didn't think they were going to do it the same way that they did The Mandalorian or WandaVision or all that and just release one episode a week. Is that what they're doing? That, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hate that, but it's, it's so it's annoying for the money. Especially if you're on a streaming app. I have those it's for so... the strict purpose yeah. of being able to binge watch something, mm. and yeah. I can't. No, not not with Disney Plus because they know that. Uh, I think it's because of spoilers, honestly. That way, someone can't just binge it. Oh, in I don't. A day. I think it's money. We're gonna keep you. We're gonna string you along as long as possible. Because well, yeah, you can't do your your one week free trial. Right, and yeah. watch all of it, and then or just get it. it for a month, watch all of it, and yeah. then stop. Yeah. Well, I mean, for example, if you're a Marvel fan, okay, we got you with WandaVision. Here it is, eight Rangers. or nine, ten, ten weeks of it, however mm-hmm. long it was, and then it ends. Oh, oh wait, here's Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier. Now we got six weeks of that, and then we're gonna get into the next right. one, and well, that or you're gonna start the Mandalorian, and most people are. Yeah, but uh, the, those people are already there. Like the the, the Star yeah, Wars people are already there. Yeah, well, yeah, because, because Man- Mando's in season. Mm-hmm. You know, we just saw the end of season two, and yeah. now we got like a year before season three, which sucks. But I mean, kudos to him for putting out so far. Uh, the main reason I joined was for the Mandalorian because mm-hmm. I'd heard good things about it, and then I've stayed on for Wandavision, and now, like I told him. Uh, last week, Falcon and the Winter Soldier has been really good, uh, much better than I thought it was going to be. Like you know, that's was... the one that I'm probably going to watch. Yeah, it's, out of, it's out of, really out of, good. Out of all, I'm not a Mandalorian. I've never seen it. Just I'm not into the Star Wars deal, and never have been. Yeah, uh, Wandavision looked okay, but 
I like Anthony Mackie. And so Yeah, so far uh two episodes in, it's it's a really strong show. So All right, well, let's uh let's put Dylan to sleep. <laughs> I was hoping you would give me some sort of warning so I'll know to push my mic away, so. I mean, you're not even going to Goodbye everyone. I mean, you could you could still talk. I had some interesting things to say about the UFC. I'm not a big UFC guy. I watch it. I think it's fun to watch, but I'm not. So, tomorrow, April Fool's Day, and opening day of Major League Baseball, and it is back in all of its 162-game glory. With fans. With, yes, across the board? I'm pretty sure. I know that there were only about, this was about a month ago, I think there was only eight teams that hadn't been approved for fans. I don't know which eight teams, but I know all the teams in Texas are full board. Oh, well, actually. yeah. Um, both the Cubs and the White Sox are, they said 20%, which ended up being like 8,890-something, 8, and so they made it around 10,000. Uh, and I want to say that the California teams are probably the ones slacking uh, yeah, if I had to guess. Rig- Wrigley holds what, like 40, 40, 41. 48. Oh, is it that low? I thought it was yeah. near 50. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there was standing room and whatnot. You can get to 42 or 43. Okay. It's it's relatively small. And I'm seeing on ESPN right now that the Nationals are down. They've got five players that are out for the oh, opener. Oh, they, they are one of the – they're not allowing fans. In Washington, D.C.? Yeah. yeah. Well, they, like I said, they've got five positive tests, so. I mean, I, I hope that we can get through it without any major interruptions. Last, you know, last season with the the sixty games, we saw their their big push is is the vaccination, because if your team and organization is eighty five percent vaccinated, your protocol lessens. Uh, I, I mean, as it should, I guess. So. Um, Obviously, we've talked about this numerous times. Both Jake and I are Cub fans <laughs> and uh, haven't been real pleased with the old offseason moves of the year because it seems like, to me anyway, and again, I bow to your baseball knowledge, but to me it seems like they're just not trying real hard to win right now. That and they just insulted the shit out of their franchise player. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Uh, Anthony Rizzo. <coughs> has been negotiating a an extension for quite a while now, and what they offer him seven seventy five, mil five years seventy million, which is fourteen a year. Now, his tenure with the Cubs, I believe it was two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. That uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Right, right, the same time that that Jed and and Theo took over. He was one of the, one of their first right moves, because yeah. Jed was in San Diego when Theo took over. He brought Jed in, and Jed brought Anthony from San Diego. So Anthony has 250, 260 home runs career. Uh, all but one of them have been in the Chicago Cub uniform. He's made roughly seventy million dollars as a Cub since two thousand ten. Wow. So this 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 that, contract would have doubled that, right? Yeah. He's also won six gold gloves, a platinum gold glove, silver sluggers, for, I mean, given out to the, the best hitter at that position. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it it shouldn't have been hard for them at all to go five years, a hundred million. Yeah, he's thirty one. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and, and base for least. a first baseman that is not old at all. No, and at five years, he's <clears> and it's not biggest, ridiculously high of a contract number either. When there's you look twenty across, million, yeah, look across the board at, at some of these contracts. It's not my seen. fault that you missed with Darvish six years, one hundred and fifty-two million, or Hayward six years, one hundred and eighty-six million. Yeah. That's not my fault, and it shouldn't be Anthony's fault that the. Uh, no, it's uh, yeah. That's. I didn't really think of it in those terms, but yeah, when you say that, I mean, look what the Cardinals I, are doing. I might be surprised that Anthony comes back. Well, he said, I mean, I mean, he he used John Lester as a a comp to what he's going through. He said Lester was a star on two teams, two cities. Love him. He's he's revered in Boston and Chicago. He said I might do the same thing. Yeah, I wouldn't blame him. But, I, mean, I mean, and and then they they also and I don't know what the contract numbers were, but they offered Javi one too, and he laughed at him. Like I don't know why they're lowballing these guys. Javi's yeah, young. He's twenty seven. He, yeah, if even that, and and maybe what top easily top three defensive shortstops in the entire major leagues. Uh, yeah, and he's up there in offense. And too, I would say top five. He's on in yeah. offense. I mean, last year it's it's hard to compare to last year because again with the sixty game season, some people don't get get going, going until game sixty. Yeah. I mean, like Chris Bryant was fucking horrible last year, but yeah. he's you know one of those players that's kind of streaky and he just never did get it going. Yeah. And then boom, season's over. And then they keep saying, "Oh, it's because we lost money last year. We lost money." One, Everybody lost money last year. Every, but I, you didn't lose money. Yeah. You didn't make as much money as you yeah. thought you were going to make. Yeah. You still made money. Yeah, with TV deals and all this stuff, yeah. And you just you just started your own TV network. Yeah. You have revenue coming in from sponsors, uh, merchandise sales. Yeah, I get it. You didn't get to sell tickets, but neither did anybody else right. in the entire league. Oh, I agree. It's, it's nuts. I mean, you know, you brought like Ricketts came in and promised that, you know, he was Money always should, would al- never be an issue. Yeah, yeah. Always going to try and put a winning team on the field. And uh, these last five years. Yeah. It's, it's oh, 100%. They, they, they did, but now it almost seems like they're in sell mode to try and reset, get that payroll down yeah. and, and then build back up. But, and the bad thing, and you've even talked about this before with me is it's the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. So as long as the stadium is open, people are gonna go. Hundred percent. Yeah. They, they, I mean, and why? Why try? We went a hundred years without a championship. I was gonna say one hundred eight years without a World Series, and, and we and still top sell out. Three, top five in all of baseball in attendance. Yeah. Yeah. The money's gonna. I mean, be we're there. a little bit to blame for that as fans, but you can't tell me not to be a fan, right? Although yesterday, after having a day to think about what they did with Rizzo and, and his press conference. I told my dad, I said, if they don't sign him, I'm deathly close to not watching baseball. Yeah. That that's... would just, it uh, would be heartbreaking. Well. I, to know what he means to the city, to know what kind of player he is. But not only that, everything he does for the children's hospital right. and the cancer patients up there in Chicago, he's he's just an awesome guy. You're right. <laughs> yeah. And, and I've, you know, until... Uh, Theo, I blanked on his name. <laughs> Until he took over, I mean, I've been a Cubs fan 
basically all my life, but very, very, very casual. Like I used to, I watched them, you know, growing up when they had Sandberg and Rick Sutcliffe and, you know, the the mid eighties and every time they would get good and close, then yeah, I would, they'd pull me back in. But this is like one of those deals. If they go back down the shitter, I'll stop watching. Yeah. You know, I, there are other things I can do with my summer. I, I watch them that, now because they're good. And I know that makes me not a good fan, but it is what it is. And and, and so what happens is they take a step back. They they just launched the Marquee Network, right? Right. So their baby, their TV deal, and they asked people to add it to their cable packages. Not every provider has it so right. you had to make sure you had the right provider for that if you take a step back let's say people just don't cancel that and your entire network goes into shitter yeah which is i mean it's a possibility i mean like me uh, another example for me while the while they've been good these last five years i've bought i've actually bought merch oh right you know i've got a rizzo shirt i got world series stuff hat you know I wouldn't have done that if they were still hmm. sitting in the basement. Right. I mean, well, and, and, and I can actually proudly wear it for ticket prices pre 2016. Yeah. Very reasonable. Yeah. Since yeah. 2016, sky almost doubled. Yeah. Yep. And you're telling me where'd that money go? Not, <laughs> not to Anthony fucking Rizzo. I'll tell or, you that or, right or, now. Or bias. And, I'm not talking about Chris because I think he's gone. I think they trade him before the deadline, no matter how good they are. Uh, yeah, the, he's not coming back. The, well, the only way Riz or, or Bryant, in my opinions, is on the team at the end of the year is if we are a contender in second place. Or, yeah, yeah. If we're hovering around 500 or so come the the deadline, or maybe even a little under 500, which is very possible, we this hit year, that. We hit that uh, normal then, yeah, June swoon. I, I think he's gone. So. Uh, Let's go ahead and give me your, your overall thoughts on, on what you think is going to happen. We'll start it off with the, the AL. Uh, <laughs> a week and a half ago, I would have said that the White Sox might have been the favorite, which would have been good for the city of Chicago. Yeah. Except for Elo Jimenez went to make a spectacular catch on a ball that was, I don't know, 30 yards over the fence already. Jumped at the wall. Torres Peck. Oh. <laughs> oh, you know what? I did see that on. Uh, I mean, the ball. The ball was ESPN. gone. Yeah. And, H- he, and he hung and he over. Hung. They were they were liking it to the the Vince Carter rim uh, slam dunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was hanging by his elbow basically, <laughs> yeah. and then when he came down, he started grabbing at his peck, and yeah, yeah that is that that is that a season thing? The five to six months they said. So, so it was damn like, near. I mean, like Schwarber in 2016. Yeah, when he tore so, his ACL. So he might be back for the, September. The, the playoff yeah. push. Yeah. So okay, take. So you're taking them out of their equation. I, I, there's, I think they're still, they're still win strong. Their, I think they're still going to win their division, but they're not. I don't think they beat the Yankees <laughs> anymore. I, I would say the Yankees are the the top team in the AL. Uh, they're just their their pitching is outstanding. Yeah, and, well, and they've got bats nuts. too, obviously. Um, the Astros probably aren't going to do as well as they have. Matter of fact, they they might not even finish second in their division. 
That could that could be Joe Madden and the Angels. Yeah. Uh, they they got decent players, and I just want to see Mike Trout in the playoffs. To be honest with you. Yeah. Then. <laughs> Has he been yet? No, not wow. one time. That's crazy. He's the best player in baseball. So, are you picking Yankee, I, Yankees come out of the AL? Yeah, yeah. My 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 division winners for the AL would be the A's, the Sox, the Yankees, and then I have the uh, wild card to be the Twins and the Jays, the Blue Jays. Uh, I think they their young core is going to get them that second wild card spot. I don't I don't expect them to do anything when they get there, but it'd be nice to see. So. Maybe this the kind of like this year's uh Padres of last year. Last yeah. year where you, yeah. they're, and they're on like, the brink. I like their young players because they're all sons of major leaguers. <laughs> they still have Vlad. Yeah. Grill Jr. Yep, so they have they have him, they have uh, Craig Biggio's son, uh and then there's another Guy that plays uh, short or I think it's shortstop because I think uh, Guerrero plays third, but it starts with a B and I, I can't can't think of it right now. But he's also the son of a major leaguer, so I mean wow. they have they've got good genes on their team. Yeah, I guess. apparently <laughs> good DNA going there. <laughs> National League hmm. this year. It's all about the West, as far I mean, just my. I was going to say that the Padres are, are the, the team you're going to you're going to need to watch. But next year, the Padres are going to be better, right? Because they're going to get Steve Clevenger back from Tommy John surgery, so their top starters are going to be Darvish, Blake Snell, and Steve Clevenger. Wow, I mean, uh, the, if, I mean if they're on, that's brutal. <laughs> Uh, so I, I have them actually as a wild card team. Dodgers uh, still. I have the Dodgers winning yeah. just just to hang on that one time, and I don't foresee them having a a World Series hangover. I mean, shoot, they've been are they, there. Are they good enough to get there again? I don't think so. I think the Braves are gonna make it to the World Series. Hmm. They they've been on the brink right for, for a while, and for and I ever. think yeah yeah. <laughs> In the nineties and the, but their young talent, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. I don't think is going to make some of the bonehead plays that he normally does that take a w- few wins away. Um, so I have the Dodgers winning the West, the Braves coming out of the East, and the Cardinals winning. The uh, Central. How? <gasps> yeah. How how much did that hurt? <laughs> to actually, have to say. It. Yeah, they. Uh, I mean, it's a fitting that the the season's opening on April Fool's Day, though. And the Cardinals play because they're the ultimate April Fool's joke. <laughs> <laughs> Who do they open with? Uh, Reds? I think so. The Cubs play the Pirates. Yeah, I know we got Pittsburgh. I couldn't tell you what the Cardinals, who they do, play. Do you have the Cubs making the postseason? I do have them as the second wild card team. Homer. I couldn't I, do yeah. it. I mean, look, if their bats get going. Yeah. I mean, the pitching isn't I great, like, but I think the pitching is good enough that they can win. It's they, they Their pitching is going to be sneaky good. Yeah, they got to get it all going at the same time, yes. I think, is going to be the, the big thing. Sneaky good, I think, on the pitching because they got – yeah, so the Cardinals play the Reds. Um, They have Kyle pitching tomorrow, Kyle Hendricks, and then they have Jake Arrieta going 
Who's looked strong Saturday. in preseason. Absolutely. Yeah. And then they have Zach Davies going the third starter. Um, and then Trevor Williams, I believe, who is uh, – when he came up with the Pirates, he was great. And cool story about him is his dad is a diehard Cubs fan. Oh, wow. Diehard Cubs fan. So when the Pirates come to Wrigley – he would wear pirate stuff to the games to support his kid. And he said he hated it. So he feels really nice now that he gets to go to Wrigley and wear his cub stuff. So that's a cool story that yeah. I, that I got, I heard yesterday. And then uh, Cubs bullpen too, is a big question mark. That's always a question mark. Uh, yeah. But it, I mean, this morning we had a good bullpen. We just didn't have a closer. Yeah. This morning on the radio, they were asked a question. Uh, the two years that Kim Roll has been with us, his ERA is six. Right, the seven seasons before he got to Chicago, his ERA was one point nine one. Which do you think he's closer to this year? If he's closer to that one point nine one, I like I like and our. And this chances. is a, this is the first year with a new pitching coach, correct? Or, no, or no, it's still Tommy Hadafi. Who did I thought they changed? Didn't they change one of their major coaches? Hitting coach might have been the hitting coach. I'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, it's still Hadavi because I was okay. listening to the, the, their spring training games and Hadavi right. was coming out, so it had to have been the hitting coach. So um, who's your first wild card? The Padres. Oh, okay. So you don't think the Nationals are with all them, the Cubs East? No, I don't. I don't think they have the pitching. I their their pitching is old with Scherzer and Lester. The, mm-hmm. I mean Strasburg's still there, but I mean neither one. I mean. Uh, it's Scherzer. one of those. Uh, that's a staff that, if they catch on. Uh, did you hear that too? Yeah, I don't know. I think if it's they me moving. if they get hot, that staff could. Oh, for sure. Light it up. But Scherzer struggled last year. Yeah, he's had a lot of back issues in the past. Um, I like John, but the last two years, not been you his could best, definitely yeah. see him tailing off. Yeah. So I, I actually have them finishing second in their division, but I, I think the Cubs edge them out, which poetic justice, I guess. I don't know. Who's who's the other Cub they got? Schwarber. Schwarber, that's right. Yeah. Which, in terms of the Cubs letting him go, if Jock Peterson hits the way he's been hitting in the spring, uh, yeah, you get an. Up- it's a really good upgrade. We got elephant fuck was in the that? room. It was a sneeze. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Because he's a he's a better fielder, better fielder, yeah. And, and they have relatively the same power. They're both left-handed power bats. Uh, but but Jock is definitely a better fielder. He, he's leading the whole league right now, right? In spring training, I think. He, yeah, he's yeah. eight. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> it Very seemed nice. like every every time I would watch a game, he'd he'd hit home runs. So that was nice. Nice. Well, it looks like you got a lot of games to watch. Dylan, what do you think? Season starts tomorrow. <laughs> That's pretty much the extent of your baseball knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much that. Yeah. And half the teams tomorrow will be one and zero, and half the teams will be zero and one. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm just glad uh, it's. I guess back. unless there's a rain out. Right. Because it's true. only yeah, supposed yeah. to be 37 degrees and windy yeah, in Chicago the tomorrow. <laughs> like I always, the the few years in a row that I went to Cub games, I always went in April. Yeah. With because cheaper tickets. Cheaper tickets. But, yeah, by about the third inning, I'd be regretting that decision because you look at the weather, you're like, 
Oh, it's, it'll be 55. That's fine. Yeah, except for but that wind's 55 in Chicago, <laughs> in Wrigley, in the bleachers, is like 30 here because yeah. it just. That man, wind, if that wind cold. is coming off of Lake Michigan, it's if it's blowing in. It's brutal. Oh, wow. And, it's and a 20 typically it's blowing in in the early part Easy, of the year. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And if it's blowing out, you, you get a good day where it's blowing out in April. Yeah. 55 is decent. But if it's blowing in at 55, you, you're, you're looking at. 40, the the last game that I went to, it rained like all day the day before and most of the morning the oh. day of. So it was, it was damp. overcast, damp. Oh. It even rained during the game for a little bit, but not hard enough. I think they did put the, they pulled the tarp for like thirty minutes, but then it just was miserable. Like I, I spent whatever it was thirty five or forty bucks on the the. The cheapest oh, the, fucking parka pon- I've poncho. ever had, yeah. Poncho or whatever. It's, it's basically... The garbage bag with a hole in the head. It's basically blue saran wrap <laughs> with a Cub logo on it. I got it. I could. It's, it's, it's in a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> and man, was it cold because it was wind coming off the lake. And I said to myself then, I will never go to another Cub game unless it's at least mid-June or July because uh, this is miserable. Yeah. I, I'm not – I like the cold weather. Then one of the last Cub games I went to was also April. Uh, it was – Yeah, but you fucking wear shorts. Oh, yeah. No, that's – all year. Yeah, I, I love cold weather. So, and I don't but it think was I've a Cub... seen you wear a coat. <laughs> I don't own one. I own a pullover. It's a Cub pullover, but, you know. Um, it was mid-April, and – my but it was Cub Cardinal game. It was a Monday night, and my buddy and I got tickets for twenty three dollars a piece. Sat on the right field wall. <laughs> and meanwhile, in April. Meanwhile, this pussy next to me wants the heater on if it's sixty five out. <laughs> I was driving here today with my windows down. I... It's it's a little chilly. Today. Yeah, it's a little chilly. <laughs> yeah, it's the next next few days is going to be beautiful. But Easter's supposed to be nice. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm happy that we at least have baseball to talk about. Hopefully, with the whole COVID thing, we can actually get a full a season. full 162. Yeah, and uh, uh, who knows? Maybe maybe the Cubs will sneak up on some people and surprise them. So, there you have it. Uh, just off the top of your head, I'll go ahead and do this. What's your early ALNL MVP picks? And Oh, and your overall World Series pick. And then we'll, we'll kill it there. Um. <clears throat> I think uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to win the a- the NL MVP, mm. and I'm just, this is a s- stupid easy pick and probably popular, so I, I'm still going to make it. Mike, Mike Trout. Trout. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going there. <laughs> Who's the other? Who else? Didn't somebody else just sign? Was it? T- oh, Tatis and signed the the big deal. Didn't yeah, he? the the Padres infield is like a billion dollars. It's worth a billion dollars. That's crazy. Because they have, they have Eric Hosmer at first for like 144. Uh, Tatis is 280, 300, somewhere <laughs> yeah, in there. Ridiculous. And then they have, um, why can't I think of his name? The shortstop. He used to play for the Orioles. <coughs> Man, that's gonna kill me. And he's worth three hundred. Came to me for a second. They, they had he's three hundred um, million as well, and then their second baseman is a hundred. 
80. You said short? Yeah. Galvis? Freddie Galvis? Oh, no. I'm, no, I'm stupid. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm looking at the, at the Orioles? fucking Orioles. <laughs> like an idiot. Padres. Here we go. Let's do that. Depth chart. Who's going to pull up first? Uh, short, short, short. Tatis is short. Okay. So oh, Machado. Yes, Manny Machado. Manny Machado. Thank you. Yeah. He plays third. You're okay. right. Tatis does play their shortstop. So the left side of the infield, 600 million. And then second er, is Cron Cronworth. Yeah. Cronworth. And he's he's the least amount paid. <laughs> but nice. yeah, it's 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 like eight it's between eight hundred and fifty to a billion. They better win something. Yeah. Like soon. And their pitching staff is getting up there. Yeah. I mean hell Darvish alone. Darvish was hundred and fifty two. Yeah. Well, that's what the Cubs signed him for. He might have only I think they saved like fifty or fifty-one million this year. Uh, Dar yeah, Darvish, Snell, Lament, Musgrove, and Paddock are their five listed starters. Well, right Musgrove's now. not a bad starter either. He yeah. he has a ex pod uh, pirate too. So they they could they could uh, surprise the Dodgers, but that, I think over it's a powerful offense at the very least. I mean, I think over one hundred and sixty-two games, though. I think the Dodgers with experience. Yeah come out yeah it's going to be a good race I, nobody else in that division is going to come close to right. those two teams so. all right well that'll re oh world we, series world series yeah braves i think it's going to be the braves versus the yankees and i don't like the yankees so yeah i, I don't it, <laughs> yeah i agree with that not not the braves part but i don't yeah, just yeah please no. not the yankees no they've had enough dylan yeah, what? You got a pick? Um, uh, yeah, Yankees, Cardinals. I guess. Oh, that, I mean, that could happen. why not? I'm just uh, again it's the two most successful teams. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that the Padres do what the Chicago Cubs did, and that's win it before they were supposed to. Well, I mean, they could use yeah. of last year as the 2015. This year's 2016. Yeah, that's. I, I think they're gonna they're gonna mature early and and come out. And well, that would be scary. Right because well, let's hope if they do that and they do win, let's hope that the Cub trend continues because then they won't win again. Yeah, then, next year yeah, then they'll fall to be apart and better yeah, sell in about four years. <laughs> <clears throat> Dylan, did you have anything else regarding baseball? No, or? just in general. No, no. Nope. Jake, did you? Uh, not that I can think of. All right. Well, then I think that's going to wrap it up for episode 54. When are you off next week? Do you know? Uh, Guess not. No, apparently not. Monday, <laughs> I think. I think Monday. Uh, I think. Well, we'll see what happens over the course of the next four or five days if we have enough to talk about. Right. Otherwise, we'll be back when we're back. Jake, thanks for coming by. Not a problem. Appreciate it. Uh, my name is Dees. That's Dylan. Bye-bye. And we will see you next time, folks. See ya.